This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. lovers it is Rebecca Davison here intuition coach and founder of the intuitive life academy welcome welcome to the find your bliss show here on plains fm i am very excited to be here because i literally just walked in the door so it's great to actually make it live into the studio this morning and to drop my car off to get serviced so on the find your bliss radio show folks we talk about all things intuitive esoteric metaphysical and largely about how to increase your abundance and today we are talking about intuitive abundance and what that actually means so the process of intuitive abundance is really the process of starting to take your attention and focus off the outside world and start listening to your inner voice to be able to create literally more wealth in your reality and how do we go about this process well One of the first things I think to do is to understand how we are kind of wired as human beings. And I'm really excited to say as well, of course, we have just launched the Intuitive Abundance podcast. So if you have enjoyed the Find Your Bliss radio show, please go find me on either Apple or iTunes or, sorry, sampling, right? Um, Spotify, there's a whole bunch of links that we can offer you in terms of listening to the podcast for Intuitive Abundance. Uh, and, And give us a rating and please subscribe because we are launching and doing a massive focus on because it's part of my mission, right? It's taken me a long time to get to this place where I'm like, oh, this is really what I'm supposed to help people with. But having a banking background and seeing how people did money and how emotive it was for them, how people really put their value against what essentially is a piece of paper. And we need to learn what it is to reclaim our power and start listening to the most powerful part of ourselves our holiness to really be able to create our own financial sovereignty. We don't want to have to look to outside sources like government or the economy to be able to create wealth for ourselves. We want to learn what it is to listen to our inner voice to be able to create it for ourselves. So this is powerful work because what I really saw in the banking industry is people's value proposition and how they saw money in relationship to their own value proposition. I was really fortunate to work in private bank where people, you know, they were multi-millionaires and I worked with them every day for five years. So I was very attuned to what they did differently and how they showed up and how they related to money. Because if you start unpacking money, what you'll realize is you're having a relationship with it. And of course, this is just one of many relationships that you have in your life, but it can be very telling because our relationship with money is very touchy often because it it taps into the deepest part of our being, which is our value proposition, how we value ourselves and what we will ask other people in terms of how we see ourselves, our value. Now, if you're an entrepreneur, of course, this can come up and I have never seen it more so. I tell you what, folks, when people are pricing their products and services, 
Because if you're a coach, a healer or a guide, it's completely arbitrary, right? You get to choose what the value is of what it is that you're offering. And, you know, and I know a lot of times, right, I've had people say to me, oh, you shouldn't charge anything because you're doing spiritual work. I've had people say, you know, I mean, obviously when you're a coach it's, it's, and you're a business owner, especially if, you know, there's a lot of competition out there, people will say things like, I can't afford it. But again, <coughs> right, I don't even want to say it because your words are your wand. You never want to say to yourself, I can't afford it. You don't want to let that, those words drop down into your subconscious. You want to learn what it is to tweak the focus and go, okay, uh, if I am, you know, saying things like that, how's it impacting my body, my energy field, my thoughts, and my ability to be able to create? So uh, maybe a shift is what would it take to be able to afford it? Or who would I be if I could afford it? What energy or vibration or attitude would I be running to afford it? Because often too, what we have to realize is when we are choosing to do something, especially investing in ourselves, we determine the value, right? We're the ones who say, yes, I'm worth it. Yes, I want to invest in myself. Yes, I want to go up the scale of consciousness. Yes, I want to expand in my frequency. So we're the ones who are determining the value. So, and we have to come back, especially if we're offering something to somebody else, but if somebody's buying something from you, they're the one who determines the value of it. So when we're talking about intuitive abundance, it's really the process of allowing money to be a guide. And how can money be a guide for you? Because it will show you all about your ability to love yourself. You know, if you love yourself, would you naturally allow more money and abundance into your life? Would you be an allowance of that? Of course you would. If you were really loving yourself, would you perhaps be charging something other than what you are now in your businesses or services? If you really saw the value in what you were bringing to other people, would you perhaps show up in a different way? So money can be a really, um, you can almost see it actually as one of your guides, right? Like if we we're talking spiritually, we could go, how, how can money be on my support team? How can money contribute to me today? How can money help me to become the person that I wish to become? What does money want to see from me in terms of how I'm showing up? So money can come in more. Right, because if it's a relationship, it's about you knowing, like, and trusting both sides of the equation yourself and also money and the relationship between the two of you. You know, there's this really fun exercise that I love to do, and you know, if you are interested in, you know, tapping in intuitively, this can be a really great thing to do. Is just to imagine in your mind's eye, always flood light through everything, right? So see light through it first, but imagine in your mind's eye that maybe you're going into a building and that you're pressing the elevator and you're going up to the boardroom. You walk into the boardroom and who do you have around the table on the board of your life or your business? And what advice do you want to ask them? And this is beautiful, right? Because you can call on the energy of anybody. You know, I've had... Um, Dave Grohl right, in my boardroom. I've had the singer-songwriter Jewel in my boardroom, Warren Buffett, 
Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, you can um, call on the energy of these people and ask them for advice in regards to your business, your money, whatever it is that you're looking to create, your art, what it is that lights you up, finding your purpose, you know, um, advice on your love life, whatever it is that you're looking for support in, you can call in, you can call upon the energies. And when you do this, you'll get information that can help move you forward. So money can be one of those things that is sitting at the table. What does money want you to do? And of course, what happens often with money is depending on where you're at in your own value proposition, you can get really triggered by money. You can feel like money is an enemy, right? We can have money wounding. And of course, if we feel wounded, just like if we're in a relationship with somebody else, if we feel hurt and wounded by them, we need to learn what it is to forgive, to be able to create a better relationship. Now, if you've been listening to the Find Your Bliss radio show, you would have heard me talk about how forgiveness is key and how if you want to be abundance, you will forgive everyone, everything, because it's helping you to raise your vibration. You know, it's not something that you're waiting for somebody else to show up in a different way or expecting them to be different or waiting for an apology, right? You're the one who's taking the initiative, you're taking action, you're like, yes, I'm going to do this for myself because I love myself. I'm going to help myself to let go of this burden, of this heavy contracted energy, you know, and when you move into... um higher realms of awareness you actually realize that a lot of it is an illusion <coughs> excuse me only love is real so when we are focusing on something that feels unkind unloving we are focusing our attention on something that is essentially untrue it's not who we are and it's not really who the other person is and i get it the ego can have a field day with us, right? It can try and strangle the hell out of you because it's convincing you that this person is a demon or is evil or is mean or is unkind. But really that person is hurting, is traumatized and is acting out. And that's why they're behaving the way that they are. Sometimes when we're in the middle of it though, when we're in the energy of looking at that person in front of us, it can feel really painful. And those feelings aren't ever incorrect. They are the truth in that moment. However, they're often showing us something that's looking to be healed. And money does this beautifully. Right? Money shows us all the places where we don't feel valued, where we don't feel appreciated. Money can be such an amazing guide to go, actually, your relationship with money, you don't look at it, maybe seen a lot of that don't even look at my bank accounts <laughs> I don't I don't know what's in my bank accounts like I've had people who like have no idea what their budget is they um so they're not paying attention and not paying attention you know what it feels like as a human being to have somebody not pay you attention somebody that you're close to it doesn't feel great and guess what if you're not doing this with your money it has an energetic resonance. It's going to kind of boomerang back round to you because you're, in a way, not paying attention to yourself. But money is just one of those kind of things in your life, in your orbit, in your energy field that is kind of like a mirror and a reflection. So we want to have the courage to start looking at this relationship. And that all of this is an inside job. 
all of this is about taking our attention off the good opinions of others, off even people telling us what to do with our money so we can start listening to that still small voice and calm within us that says, yes, this is a good idea. Or no, this isn't a good choice. We want to even learn how to do this with investments, with making um, you know, intuitive choices even in regards to getting into shares or a bond, for example. You want to be really tuning into your own guidance and saying, okay, is this, is this going to bring me profit? Am I going to end up losing money? We all want to know that, right, when we're doing investments or looking at our portfolio. How can I increase profit in my portfolio? One of the first things you're going to need to do is start paying some attention to your money and where you're at. Do you even know what your statement of position is? Statement of position being everything, all the assets that you have, you know, so your home, the value of your home, your savings account, your share portfolio, any other investments that you have, pretty much all the plus money that you have in your reality versus any debt that you have. So the value of your house, for example, versus any money that you have outstanding on it in a form of a loan or any personal finance you have, any credit card debt. So you take your assets and then you deduct your, you know, your debt position and what's remaining is your statement of position. It is, this is the snapshot because it's constantly moving, of course, when you make more money it will go up. If something happens and you take out more debt, for example, then it's obviously going to go down that number. But it's a snapshot to go, this is where I'm at. And wherever it is, is totally fine. We don't want to make it right or wrong. We want to go, this is the clarity that I have now. So what am I going to do to increase this? How can I continue to appreciate my money and start appreciating all the ways that money comes to me so I can create more of it? And this is not about, um, yes, of course, you might want to go and have a conversation with your banker, your bank manager to say, show me how I can save money. Show me how I can pay my mortgage, my loan off faster. Show me these things. So you're, you know, you're being proactive but you want to learn what it is to initiate all of this within yourself. And this is really the intuitive abundance factor, where you're going, I'm going to take my intuitive guidance, my connection to source energy, the part of me that knows infinite energy, so therefore infinite abundance, infinite expansion, infinite wealth. If you are looking to experience that, that's available to you through the quantum field. So you can create that reality. And of course, it's beyond time and space. So it's about going, I want to experience it now. So therefore I have it now. So if I had it now, what would it feel like in my body? You see how my energy is even going up like that? Because it's like, if you're in the experience of already having it and knowing it, then that's one of the fastest ways to embody it. Now what happens, of course, for most people, if they're not open to just kind of downloading and receiving the energy, their mind kicks off though and goes, but it's not here now. It's not in my bank account. You know, what are you talking about? I'm not worthy enough. I'm not valuable enough. How is it going to happen? Get that all the time. How? I don't know how. You don't have to know how. The universe can work that out for you in the most amazing ways, folks. Right, we did the mini abundance challenge in the Facebook group for the Intuitive Life Academy. Was that last week? Feels like a wee while ago. Last week. And we talked about that, right? We set a goal to manifest $500. You know, some people didn't manifest anything. Why? Probably because they didn't pay it any attention. 
probably because they weren't kind of going, okay, well, what would that feel like to manifest $500? They weren't showing up. All those things are required, right, to shift your vibration and to raise your abundance factor. They weren't paying attention to the most powerful part of themselves, the most holy part of themselves. Because again, and I've seen this before, where people even have shame in their relationship with source energy, thinking somehow that they are defective, or they're not glorious, or they're not magnificent, or they're not love in a body. And they shut all the energy down, and then it's really hard to manifest anything, let alone receive anything. So we have a choice. We need to be activated into our own intuitive abundance. We need to be held in a space where somebody is helping you to rewire your thoughts. Because if you're telling yourself things like, I'm not good enough, or I can't do it, or it's too hard... Right, that is monkey mind. If we tap into that, like, and we can work on shifting those thoughts, so you run better energy in the term of feelings. But of course, much deeper than this is the subconscious. We really need to learn how to be a psychic detective and go deep with inside of ourselves and go, where does this thought that I am unworthy even come from? What part of me has already decided that that is true? And you know, what age is she? or he and what have they decided about my future what's possible and what's not you know and again if you've lost your sense of wonder folks it often comes back to trauma right because often what can happen too is people can hear you know about manifestation and it just triggers people because they're like but you don't understand what's happened to me right you don't understand my trauma you don't understand how painful this is but that's because people are identifying too closely with their emotions. They're saying, I am my emotion, rather than this emotion is happening through me. Right? It doesn't define who I am. It is the cloud. I am the sun. What we do is we go, I am the cloud. No, you are an infinite being in a body. You have power available to you. But the universe and its infinite wisdom also gave you free will. You get to choose to activate it or not. Wow, right? It's there within you and you get to choose. How powerful is that? You know, and you can feel it, right? Everybody can feel their soul, really, because it's the part of you that is alive. It is the part of you that knows what it feels like to live in the energy of inspiration, expansion, bliss. You know these things deep down in your being. Even if you're not experiencing as much of it in your current reality as you would like, it's there. And this is a really interesting thing, especially about manifestation. People know that they can manifest instantly. You know, have you, have you always known that? I've always known that, right? You can manifest what you want instantaneously. Because time, again, is a structure that we kind of make up as humans. And it's reinforced by the fact that we choose to age as humans right? we go through that aging process and I know some of us can start mending, bending the mind a little it's like taking the red pill again, we're all about taking the red pill right, to find out what the truth is the truth is, is you're not limited by your circumstances, you can always make another choice, but what will happen when you go to make that choice is you'll start bumping up against your inner set points and you'll be like, oh this feels uncomfortable I'm moving outside of my comfort zone, so that's often where we need support, because if we're not continuing 
continuing to grow, we're going to end up feeling stuck. <laughs> right? We're going to end up feeling like, oh man, my life's getting a bit boring. Right? I'm grinding my gears. I feel like I'm not moving forward. I feel like I'm not living my full potential. It feels like something is missing. You know, I asked that question a lot when I was in the banking industry. I was like, what, what, what is it? I just can't put my finger on it. It's your intuition. <laughs> it's your inner guidance. The part of you that can be activated into full-blown, massive, infinite power. And I know a lot of people get triggered on that word. But it really, for me, I guess that maybe it's a Scorpio thing. But it's, a, it's like, how else do you describe this most powerful force in the universe? which is inside of you and is ready to be activated to literally create what it is that you want. You even and you have a reference of this because you think about a time or a place where you achieved something that was outside of your comfort zone. We got out of your comfort zone and you went for it and you accomplished it and you were like, wow, I didn't think I could do that. I didn't think that was available to me. I didn't think that was possible. Now, sometimes we get that feeling too when we have a manifestation that occurs and we're like, wow. You know, I remember one time when I manifested a large sum of money and it blew all my circuits. It totally blew my mind. And I probably didn't really didn't really have the container at that point in time to be able to hold it well. But you know, like I made some wise decisions and choices in regards to what to do with that. But I remember at the time it was just mind-blowing to me to be in that circumstance. And I hadn't calibrated energetically to that, you know. And again, we want to get more and more comfortable. You think about it. If your container is kind of like small, like a bottleneck, how much can come in? We want to learn how to open up the bottleneck and be a big container to be able to receive more. And also to be able to give more, right? Like I work with a lot of people who are spiritual entrepreneurs who are on a mission and they're here to serve people at a big level it's what they're here to do but if we have past trauma if we have energy of like i'm not good enough which is just your ego critical rational mind bubbling up probably from an old wounding right it's going to stop us it's going to stop us from making the offer it's going to stop us from putting ourselves out there it's going to stop us from allowing ourselves to be seen you know that's a big one for entrepreneurs right i don't feel safe to be seen i'm an introvert <laughs> you know and i still manage to come to the radio show and do it on facebook live right hi guys watching um but right you have to clear your wounding because usually fear of being seen from what i have seen comes back to fear of being criticized, fear of being judged, fear of being a target. And you can appreciate, especially for women, this can often go back to high school, right? Anytime you've been bullied, anytime you've been ostracized, every anytime you've been isolated, anywhere you've had somebody be judgmental, critical, mean, right? We need to learn how to heal that stuff within ourselves and assimilate it. And a lot of this isn't just us, it's also our family and our ancestors and you know where we have come from. You know, I read this yesterday and I was like, oh, that's mind-blowing, but it makes so much sense. As you know, they can tell now through epigenetics, 
which is really the study of nature versus nurture, right, in terms of, like, your environment, but also, you know, your energetic soup, I would call it, which is your mom's belief and your grandparents' belief and your great-grandparents' belief about life, about reality. They can actually see it in the cells of your body, trauma that your ancestors have experienced. So this is why we want to learn about our family. You know, I learned something last night from my mom about my grandmother's, so my great-grandmother's sister. She died in a car accident and I had no idea, you know, because of course you don't necessarily know all your family history, all the ins and outs, all the little things that have happened. But again, some of those, and so again, you know, for me, you know, as a psychic detective, what do I do? I go, okay, I'm going to clock that because I'm going to go into my Akashic Records, for example, and find out anywhere I'm holding any of that energy in my body, in my energy field. So I don't have to be in shock, grief, loss energies. And you might think this sounds a little far-fetched, but you don't realize that because you're living it every day. Right? You don't realize it because... You're just living in a reality often where you're like, well, this this is what, you know, this is what we do in my family. These are the traditions that we have. And you think about it. How much training did you have around money and wealth as a kid? I remember my dad taking me to the bank when I was about 15 and opening up a bank account and getting, like, it was a cash point card back those days at the National Bank. And I still remember the cut, the, the image that was on the cash point cards because it was the first time we'd really experienced plastic, right? Because um, it was all checks before that. And I got a checkbook and a wee deposit book. And my dad said to me, <laughs> he said in front of a bank manager, he said, don't ever get in the red. I had no idea what he was talking about. I had no idea. But, you know, my dad was very conscious around money, very aware. And um, But again, you know, even that, and I'm kind of like, I feel like that's not a good thing but I don't really know what it is and I was too embarrassed to say what do you mean what does that mean don't get in the red you know in any circumstance that you've ever had with a bank you know maybe they've charged you fees or maybe there's been a miscommunication or it can be really intimidating having been an ex-banker and even explaining information or language to people it can feel like a whole bunch of jargon if you've ever been to the bank and walked out feeling cross-eyed you'll know what I'm talking about because they use a lot of language and it's hard for your brain to process because you're not using it every day you don't understand what it means and it can bring up a lot of fear about am I missing out on something do I do I feel a bit financially illiterate or stupid because I have no idea what they're talking about you know ever been in a, a solicitor's meeting and you're kind of like what's all this jargon that they're using what's what is important here that I need to know these kind of things can just add to the energetic soup that's already there If you didn't have a parent who sat you down and said, okay, you know, this is what abundance feels like, this is what wealth looks like, this is what's available to you if you choose to go for it, we don't necessarily have that level of consciousness available, even in our families at the moment. But children learn through modelling, they learn through the energetic soup. This is where we've always done it. We do celebrations and rituals, etc. All of those things, you know, there it is programming and conditioning your children, just like we have been as adults by our own immediate family or their circumstance. And so sometimes it takes some deep work to work through anywhere there has been trauma because it's not just necessarily about money, but you can be guaranteed it always links back to your value. You know, if you've had a critical parent that's going to impact your value proposition 
If you've had a circumstance in your life that has been violent or destructive, that is going to impact your value proposition. On some level, you're going to have made decisions about what that means about you. You know, I see a lot of people who often don't feel safe. Right? So do, how do you think that impacts your ability, especially as an entrepreneur, to be able to go out and to be in service to other people? This is a huge one if you're a business owner, right? In terms of feeling safe around inviting people in to work with you. You know, stranger danger. Is that landing, folks? You know, can you, does that resonate with you in terms of kind of going, yeah, yeah. So maybe there's some other things inside of me that need to be shifted or rearranged so my energy can start you know, going out into the field, remembering thoughts are electric and your feelings are magnetic. So that contributes to the electric magnetic, electromagnetic field around you. So what are you putting out into the field and what's safe to come back? Like I often see it energetically, folks, where people have a lot of wealth and abundance around them, but they haven't let it in, right? They haven't actually stepped into receiving it. They're kind of like, oh, no can't have that much what came up on a call the other day with a conversation it was and it was just a chit chat right but oh if I receive that aren't other people going to be missing out where does that thought form come from isn't it greedy to ask for more where does that thought form come from we really want to start asking ourselves some deeper questions in relationship to money and money can be so powerful and it can be touchy be a touchy I mean I'm used to it because obviously I worked in a bank so I was very used to even having to ring people up and say hey did you know your credit card's over the limit I mean who really wants to have that conversation right to be able to you know because you're very aware of the fact that you're possibly going to be making somebody feel quite uncomfortable because they've forgotten or you know that maybe they don't have the money to transfer into their credit card right now can bring up lots of feelings of shame like I'm doing something wrong you know, so you learn a lot in a banking environment in regards to how people see themselves in relationship to their own money. And you know, some of that can be really amazing and healthy, and other times it can be kind of weird and distorted, like where people are very controlling around money. You know, I remember one time a guy came in to see me, and he had a whole bunch of loans, and it was such a high interest rate, and I was trying to convince him to change it to a lower interest rate, and you know, he was like, oh, I'm just going to increase, and the payments were pretty much all the money he had, like I think he had $30 remaining after he got paid, I mean, who can live off that? Nobody, and he was almost in tears, and it was, you know, all I could do to stop myself from getting up and giving him a hug, because this guy was in such a jam. And he was, you know, like he was so stressed and shamed about it that he wouldn't even allow himself to receive help to rectify the situation. You know, and again, so, yeah, money can be such, you know, it can be so sensitive for us. And again, even if, you know, like even talking about it, I appreciate sometimes people can get triggered by it, right? Because it can show us wounding lickety split, just like that. But, you know, I'm on a mission, right, to really help people to step into their own version of abundance. You don't want what somebody else has, but you also want to check yourself. That I, often what I see too, especially in spiritual circles, is um, that I shouldn't have a desire for money, right? Which, you know, when you really look at that, 
are you minimizing? Are you demeaning yourself? Are you actually going, um, people who want more, it's not okay? You know, you really want to check that. I've seen that quite a lot. Like people who do go for it, that they're greedy or they're ruthless. You know, it can go both sides of the coin on the downside or on the upside. If you're not really allowing yourself to go for more, is it activating some old trigger? You know, again, that can be a, um, I'm just going to keep myself in this level because it feels safe. Because if I go beyond that, maybe I'll start getting judgment and criticism from other people. You know, like the, the old, um, who do you think you are? I've heard that one quite a lot too. Who do you think you are to be going for it? Who do you think you are to be making good money? Who do you think you are to even be making a big impact? All these things can really start, they can affect our psyche on a deep level. If you think about it, you wake up in the morning and you're like, yippee, it's another day, I'm going to make some impact, I'm going to help people, I'm going to feel good about it, and I'm going to be remunerated, and that feels awesome, right? I'm going to, it's going to be an amazing exchange of energy, versus you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm not good enough, I don't have anything to give, um, I think I'll just go back to bed, Right? One's going to expand your energy out and the other one is just going to crush you and defeat you before you've even gotten started. And if you've got gifts, skills and talents to give to other people, but you're afraid because of some past trauma, you're really going to start grinding your gears and probably getting agitated and frustrated with yourself, which can make it worse. Worst case scenario that you stop or worst, worst case scenario you don't ever get the message from your soul that something's looking to heal, that something's looking to shift. So again, the process and journey of intuitive abundance, folks, is the ability to really focus your attention inwards. Now I am launching Intuitive Abundance, the program. So if this is something, you know, if what I've been saying is resonating with you, if you feel like you need to have some help rewiring your mind, right, to really own your ability to create your life the way that you want it because it's your thoughts right which contribute to your feelings so we start with the thoughts and then we go through the feelings like how do we get the thoughts in alignment with our abundance how do we get our feelings in alignment with our abundance and how do we get our energy in alignment with our abundance because if you are not thinking abundance if you're not feeling abundance and if you're not open to abundance and do you think abundance is going to show up for you? No, it's about creating a relationship with money that feels really good. It's kind of like falling in love, except you're just doing it with money. And if that's kind of triggering to you, I can guarantee you there's some work to do. <laughs> you want to be in love with money. You want to wake up and go, yippee, it's another day of loving, right? Rather than feeling like, oh, it's a grind or it's a hustle or... I have to go deep into those, you know, masculine kind of let's get it done energies, right? That is, it's kind of 1980s, went out with shoulder pads, right? We we don't want to do that to ourselves, especially as women, right? Women, are, we want to attract, we want to magnetize, we want to be open and we want to receive. We don't have to feel like, we don't want to have to feel like we're in a grind. It is, um, it's going to burn us out. Right? We want to learn new ways of being able to make an amazing impact with people, whatever it is that you're choosing to show up and do, and enjoy it more and more and more. And that's totally possible if you know how to get yourself into flow energy. 
you know how to get yourself into energetic frequencies that move you towards where it is that you want to go. And that's what intuitive abundance is all about. Getting your thoughts lined up, getting your feelings lined up, and getting your energy lined up. And when you do that, of course, that's when you can manifest. Right? In that three-day challenge, we had people, one person manifested $4,000, another person manifested $670. And this is just in three days. And I think the training sessions they did, you know, we talked about abundance. We didn't, or we did a little bit of energy work. But that's what's possible in three days. Imagine what's possible in a three-month container where you're being held to heal those old money wounds, shift your vibration, which happens naturally when you heal, right? Because if you've got old wounding, it's going to pull your vibration down whether you're aware of it or not. And a lot of people aren't because they're like, oh, this is just the way life is. This is, ju- this is just how it is, right? No, right? If you're feeling like there's got to be more to life than this, you are correct, right? Your soul is on point. It's probably tapping you on the shoulder and saying, hey, you know there's more, right? There's no there's more than just this physical reality that you're looking at and engaging with. There is infinite awareness and so much light that you can't even see through your physical eye. And in that light is information awareness that you can use to shift your vibration and expand your energy and start being able to become an amazing money manifester because you're choosing to have that experience through part of your, you know, through your choice because you've activated that free will and gone, yeah, I want to know what it feels like to be abundant. I want to live in that reality. I want to be able to get past anywhere I'm telling myself that I'm not great, right? Anywhere I need to get past my own shizzle anywhere I need to move beyond my own limiting beliefs to be able to show up and be excited and inspired and live in bliss frequencies. You know, in the Intuitive Abundance podcast, again, please go and subscribe. There's a picture of me in green. Uh, I talked about this manifestation fundamentals. First one being your thoughts, getting them into alignment, and then your feelings, and how we actually want to become really good at feeling. Why? Because your feelings are magnetic. So if you're feeling good, right, your energy is open, it's going to be easier to literally energetically attract into you what it is that you want. You think about it, when you feel good, you're relaxed. When you feel good, you're open. When you feel good, it kind of double perpetuates, right? You get to feel good, other people feel good, they help you feel good. It's an ongoing, expansive energy. If you're feeling fearful, if you're holding any defense mechanisms in your body, then it's going to be holding you back. And that's why the journey of abundance is often the journey of healing, of choosing to let go of all those past hurts and traumas. So you can, like that little cork at the bottom of the bath, you let go and it just pops to the surface. And that's really what happens when we let go of a limiting belief. The reason, the way I would describe it is kind of um, a feeling of like previously like a, an invisible force field holding you back. And then once you shift the limiting belief, it's just easy to step forward. It's easy to move into like, yeah, I can do that. Wow, you know, I don't have that default set point of all those limiting beliefs which is contributing to my energy field holding me in place it can feel safer to expand beyond your comfort zone 
right? To move out into something more, to be in the energy of creativity and offer, you know? And for a lot of entrepreneurs, that can feel really vulnerable, that place, right? I'm putting my offer out into the world. And you know that feeling, right? If you make an offer and then nobody takes it up. Now, what does that do for us? We're like, oh my goodness, you know, it can bring up all the rejection, abandonment. If you don't have the tools to know how to move through that or to release that, it's going to hurt, right? It's going to feel painful. It can often derail people. They can go, oh, this is too hard. It's too painful. It's too much. I'm not, I don't, I don't know how to facilitate myself beyond this. So a couple of things to be aware of, right? Where are you at right now in terms of your own abundance? Where do you think your abundance attraction point is? Does it feel good? Are you um, pleased with the way the things are going for you financially? So if you're kind of having any hesitation on any of that, please do reach out to me, obviously through this page or through the Intuitive Life Academy or through my website and let's have a conversation because Intuitive Abundance is starting the program. It's a three-month container to help you to assimilate and to obviously, you know, and we are talking about bona fide real results, right? If you want some testimonials, you can go to my YouTube channel and listen to people who have shifted their vibration and their business takes off, right? They've shifted their vibration, they get over their hurts and then they manifest a big lump sum of money. They've shifted their vibration and then they start attracting more clients because they don't have that fear in their field which is blocking their clients from coming in. So we really want to be in that space. And a beautiful thing, I just love being in business, right? Because the process of being in business shows you all your junk anyway, right? It shows you all your blocks. It shows you all your woundedness. And the person who has to show up and look at that every day is you. You're the one who's going, oh, wow, look, I can feel that I'm limiting myself here. I can feel that I'm holding myself back. I can feel it, but do I know what to do about it? Because if you don't, then you're going to get stuck, right? You're going to be like, oh, I'm just going to avoid that networking meeting because I don't really feel that comfortable. Or I'm scared that, you know, like if I do a talk, like somebody's going to judge me or criticize me, right? We all know that. We all can feel that. But do you know how to move beyond it? Because if not, you'll just stay in that same comfort zone, that place of safety. And I hope this information is helpful, folks, because often what happens too is you can know these things, but you're like, how do I move beyond it? And often what happens is we can't do that by ourselves, right? We need somebody else to hold space for us, to witness us, to say, hey, did you realize that you are, this is your blind spot, that you are avoiding looking at this? Anybody who's worked with me knows that about me. I'm like a psychic detective. Like, I will show you. I will just say with lots of love, hey, you're not looking at this thing. You're avoiding it, you're denying it, you're choosing to not see that it's there and it's holding you back from so much more. It's holding you back from all the money that you're leaving on the table in terms of what's possible. It's holding you back in terms of connection or expansion. And sometimes, you know, again, depending on where we're at and how much willingness that we have, because willingness can go such a long way, folks. If you are willing to look internally, you will find the kingdom of heaven. It is all there. But sometimes we just need a little bit of help and the facilitation in the first instance. Right? We need some help sometimes to recognize our own power because we've talked ourselves out of it. Or the people around us haven't identified their power 
and they've talked themselves out of it. So the pathway of intuitive abundance is really starting to go and starting to know how to ask those really great questions that can change your life. Like those life-changing moments where you go, oh my goodness, right? I am in control. I have way more power than I've given myself credit for. And now I get to make another choice. That is so powerful. So folks, if you're interested, do send me a message. Put your hand up in the chat box here on the video. If you're interested, put a yes please, Ruby, and tag me in. And I'll come back around and have a conversation with you. Again, one of the... I'll show you the couple of objections that I get, right, when people are looking to step into a container. Number one is often... Um, there's three usually. I don't have time. I don't have money. But often what people are afraid of is actually the transformation. That's the whole point, right? Like we support you through the process of change because a lot of people can find change scary. But I can guarantee you if you're going into energy flow, it's going to be a positive change. It's going to be something that you love. Being on the other side of a lot of breakthroughs, I know, right? You will amaze yourself, delight yourself. Time want to shift your relationship with time so it works for you, especially when it comes to manifestation. You want to know how to work time so time can um, collapse and you can bring what you want forward closer. We actually cover that in the program. So sorry, somebody just barged in. <laughs> sorry about that. And the other thing, of course, is the money. I have made this really accessible. It's a three-month container. I'm offering people to actually make payments over six months. So please don't hold yourself back. Right, please choose to be in that space of going, yes, I'm choosing to activate myself, right? I'm choosing to learn the tools which you'll have for life, right? I'm gonna literally teach people how to shift and clear their own energy. So if that sounds like you, please do come reach out to me. I'll be so excited to journey with you. I love this work. Like once people understand, right, there's nothing wrong with you, right? There never has been. Maybe your energy's not flowing the right way. Right? And then it doesn't actually take a huge amount to shift it. But often we just need to be loved through the transition to have somebody be the cheerleader and say, yes, you can do it. Yes, I know what it feels like when it feels hard, but I'm here for you. I'm going to help you. You're going to shift it. You're going to have a breakthrough. You're going to have an expansion. That's going to show up in your life, your world, your relationships, your money. Right? Because when we do energy work, it's, I mean, energy work on money, awesome, right? But everything is energy. So when you shift energy on a relationship, it affects everything. When you shift energy on your money, it affects everything. So people do this work and then their relationships get better, right? With everybody, with their boss, with people in authority, with their family, their parents, their children, their partner, right? Because it's about you coming into alignment with your infinite self. Again, if that sounds like something of interest to you folks, please do um, send me a message because I would love to connect with you. So I'm going to say goodbye to Facebook now. I can't believe that time. It's just gone lickety-split. All right, folks, um, again, every, what? What? every Thursday. And please do subscribe. Subscribe to Intuitive Abundance, the podcast. Pretty much it's on, I know it's on about 30 different, anywhere you can find a podcast. Look up Intuitive Abundance with Rebecca Davison and please subscribe. We'd love to have you. Oh, the other thing I need to mention, right? I am doing a little bit of a competition around that. So if you do subscribe and write a review, which I think you can do in iTunes, but not necessarily in Spotify. I'm not sure about the other platforms. But if you write a review and send it to me, I will put you in the drawer in terms of winning a session with me. 
All right, folks, I'm sending you so much love and many, many blessings. Lots of love, folks. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook. Bye for now. Alrighty, folks, so just finishing up today in regards to intuitive abundance and being willing to master these energies within yourself so you can actually create life your way. And I want you to think about how much energy, time and attention that you actually spend on focusing on the external world right now. How focused are you on what other people are saying? How focused are you on... um, the good opinions of others how much have you imprinted other people's thought processes rather than listening to your own inner voice you know are you able to even access that part of you that knows the truth that is holy 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 and that wants the best for you you know there is energy within your body that loves you more than you can even begin to know. It's inside of you. The universe didn't drop you off on the planet with no plan, right? The universe said, hey, I'll be right here. And But, you know, often what happens, right, is people are like, oh, that's the last place I'd look inside of myself. The soul energy, this pathway that can lead you to massive ascension, to lead you out of pain and suffering and into the joy of knowing who you really are. You know, that's what lights me up. I mean, I love helping people with money, but I tell you what, folks, I love, 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 you know, teaching people how to fish. I don't want to give you a fish. Yes, you can manifest money. Of course you can. You absolutely can. You've already done it. You might have done it unconsciously, And it can be so much fun to do it consciously, right? To consciously go, okay, I'm going to set a goal where I'm going to manifest this. And then I'm going to do the work to come into alignment with it energetically. I can literally match the vibration of that and then it will become part of my reality. I teach this work. I've done it a million times. I've seen people do that over and over and over again. But I can tell you what is way more fulfilling, folks, is when people choose to become the creator when they get to that point where they're like I know I can create money I'm an infinite being in a body because then it just opens up so much space to go now that I've activated this power to be a creator being in a body what good am I going to do how am I going to make a bigger impact how am I going to help other people's lives how am I going to bring more light onto the planet because I'm not running fear and scarcity anymore. I'm in the energy of being able to contribute. And as light workers, we are being called to be in that energy more than ever before. There's been so much shock and so much um, even shame and guilt about how we've even treated ourselves and each other over the last couple of decades and millennia even. But now it's time to go, I am the light and so are you and I can help you move into abundance and so can you right you can help somebody else to shift into abundance you can help other people to activate their light what's the best way to do that is to do it yourself is to be the person who's going yeah that sounds awesome I'm going to choose to come into alignment with the truth I'm going to choose to open up all the energy that is available to me I'm going to choose to be a leader, right? A light leader, 
to take the light wherever I go to help people let go of suffering and you know why because you know what it feels like folks when you've been in suffering you know what it feels like when you're scared about money you might be scared about money at the moment you know what it feels like when you feel relaxed around money like things are okay what would it take to actually feel good about money right to be able to say I love the relationship that I have with money I have created it I pay attention I nurture it I cherish it I love it because it is a huge support person in my team right it's contributing to my life in really beneficial and amazing ways so of course I love money right <coughs> instead of being in any situation right where you're like oh no I'm not allowed to do that well that feels weird or that's greedy or whatever literally it just becomes so clear what you say to yourself how you feel about it it's often it's a barometer of how your relationship with money is and your money is one of the fastest ways I just see it actually as one of the ways it's kind of like a calling card from the universe you know a pathway to come to source energy where does money come from it comes from source energy it comes from the quantum field everything in your reality comes from the quantum field your manifestations you know it's energy that's popped into the quantum field and it gets returned back to you so what is it that you're popping into the quantum field are you popping in you know bliss grace peace money abundance wealth joy being generous being able to give money away because you know that you can create it indefinitely are you still running energies of fear doubt lack not knowing who you really are feeling like you can't trust other people trust life trust money you know, you can feel the difference even from me talking about it. One takes you up and the other takes you down. But again, we're talking about raising your vibration, which is your inner default set point. So this is, um, it doesn't go back down. Your emotions can convince you sometimes that that's what's happening. But once you've shifted energy, you're just like that cork, right? You will pop up to the top. You don't ever go back down. Sure, you might have a bad day sometimes, but you'll know how to shift the energy. <clears throat> excuse me, you know how to shift the energy quicker and faster than ever before and you can stay in greater um, periods of peace and what does that do to your electromagnetic field? It helps you to stay open to experiencing more more joy, more bliss, more happiness, more peace more of everything that you could ever want and your life becomes like a, a beautiful walking dream because you know that you're the creator of your reality my greatest wish for you is to know your true infinite power folks thank you so much um probably something that i need to say quickly is the find your bliss radio show is changing to intuitive abundance um i will have more information on that next time but do be prepared because we are going to change as such you'll still be able to hear intuitive abundance on planes fm but find your bliss radio show as such is being retired i have totally loved and enjoyed presenting under this name but we are shifting our focus we've just seen too many people are holding themselves back from their own fears and doubts and it's really time for me to go out into the world and shed some more light on how people can shift and change that so we are changing to that intuitive abundance all right folks i'm sending you so much love and light you have an amazing day take good care of yourselves and know that you are loved all right, lots of love, folks. Bye for now.